Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! gotta love when you get a great text right before you go live i love my friends that make me laugh what's up everybody welcome in nuana's now espn radio well as swx montana television and the new espn montana app what a wide-ranging and fun show we have for you today so we got to get right to it one of your favorites one of my favorites one of our favorites ryan tutel will join us right off the top He's volunteering his time now, actually quite literally, but also, you know, I'm not calling him to bug him to come on. He's calling me and saying uh, (laughs) that he wants to be on the show, uh, which is good. And uh, we also have a golf giveaway for you uh, so you can play golf with him. So he'll join us uh, right off the top here in just a few minutes. We'll talk about that golf giveaway, also talk NFL uh, and some Grizz football. We also have Chris Kelly from the Montana Special Olympics coming on. They are in dire need of coaches. What a rewarding experience uh, for any and everybody that could get involved in it. I know that we are all busy, short on time. But if you can give back, I promise you, they're going to give you uh, a heck of a lot more than uh y- the time you're going to give them. So consider it, and we'll learn more from Chris Kelly here in about a half an hour. We're also going to hear from Justin Udy. He's the special teams coordinator and wide receivers coach at Montana State. It's our Montana State Minute this week. Top of the hour, a little bit outside of the normal rhythm of fall sports, but a fun interview nonetheless. Kai Stewart, he is one of the top prize fighters uh, in the world. Right now, uh, Kai Stewart is the number one amateur fighter in Montana and the Western region in mixed martial arts. He's also the number three bare-knuckle boxer in the featherweight division in the world. He has a fight this weekend coming up in Great Falls, so he'll join us at the top of the second hour. And we also have a part of our Garden City Spotlight. Usually we hear from all three head football coaches from the city of Missoula at the AA schools, Hellgate, Big Sky, and Sentinel. But there's been this official shortage lately and just some other uh, scheduling challenges. And so we've had some Thursday games lately. So Dane Oliver from Missoula Sentinel joined us last Thursday. Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky will join us this Thursday. Big Sky plays Kalispell Glacier tonight. And then we got a crosstown game tomorrow. So we'll hear from 
Hellgate coach Ryan Nelson and uh, Central coach Dade Oliver tomorrow. But Matt Johnson, the first portion of the Garden City Spotlight uh, here tonight. We'll hear that about 5.15. And then we also have Justin Angle. He usually joins us every other Tuesday here on Nuanas now for the business angle. But we're all jammed up this week because of a Labor Day. So Justin will join us here on this Thursday and a wide-ranging conversation about uh, TV rights and marketing big football wins and Dabo Swinney's new contract and a whole bunch of other fun stuff on the business angle. So look forward to having Justin join us about 5.30 as well. So there you go. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. We go down the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in one of your favorites, one of my favorite guys, Ryan Tutel. He joins us here uh, on the show, former co-host of this show. We got a golf extravaganza coming up for you next Wednesday at the uh, Missoula Country Club. You have the opportunity to play golf with Ryan. All you have to do to enter is send us one of your most recent uh, golf scorecards. I know some of you out there, many of you out there, new age people, you know, you maybe you have the 18 birdies app or whatever app you might have to track your scores. So if you have a traditional paper card with the pencil, great. If you just have it on your phone, that's cool too. Just show us some evidence that you play in golf and we'll pick three lucky winners and you're going to get an opportunity to play in the Missoula Education Foundation tournament with the one and only uh, Ryan Tutel. What's up, Gus? First of all, I was teasing this the other day, and uh, I must say I was making fun of you while you were unable to listen to the radio. Where are we at with the handicap right now? You retired a couple years ago. Are we playing retirement-level golf, or are you have you uh, not shaken off the sticks lately? You know what? Uh, it's, it's improving, um, and let's start here. There was no other option. Uh, it had to <laughs> only get better. Uh, but I have, uh, you know, here's, here's the key. And there's some, some, some young golf playing parents out there that will know that this is true. But, uh, if you can get your kids into golf, man, that does worlds for you. I mean, you get the kids out there. Now you're out there. First of all, it's a, it's a feather in the cap because you're being a good parent, right? So your spouse is happy with you. Finally, you're out golfing. And they're like, why are you doing this? And you're like, no, like, I'm here with the kids, man. I got this. You, you know, and they're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, good. Ten hours at the golf course. See you later. So that's a big plus. And, uh, yeah, we've gotten particularly uh, particularly my son, Kai, for whatever reason, he's the one who's, like, fallen into it. Uh, and wow. he is, like, a monster, dude. I'm so pumped up. So I'm excited to be out there now. That said, it still isn't good. Okay, so right. I'm going to be heavily reliant. I'm there for the eye candy and the fame. That's what I bring <laughs> to the foursome. And the other three who join me, we got to have some good players out there because, you know, you can rely on me for maybe one, one good 100-yard shot in the round to really make something happen. Other than that, I'm going to be riding on your shoulders, you know? The Scramble for Students is uh, September 14th. That's next Wednesday. It's a golf tournament to support teachers and students hosted by the Missoula Education Foundation, so a great cause. It's 10 a.m. at the Missoula Country Club. They still have spots open, so even if you don't get in on the team with, with Ryan, and after that ringing endorsement of Ryan's skills, maybe you want your own team so you can actually have, you know, uh, some, <laughs> some functional golfers here. But MissoulaEdFoundation.org backslash events is how you're going to enter they have tons of great prizes. They're going to feed you breakfast and lunch. It's an awesome event. We've been involved with it for years, and I'm happy Ryan's going to be able to take my place and uh, and play there. Well, uh, and Coulter, you you know this is true too. Uh, you know, I mean, any there, there's uh, scrambles are always like great events, and there's there's plenty of great things to you know get out there and get behind. But for you know the Missoula Education Foundation and what they do in the community and and what to me just personally is is such a huge priority uh and point of emphasis for for me my life the life of my family and i just think society at large i'm, I'm super excited to be a part of this thing and uh, and want to encourage anyone who might be inclined to to get involved uh, both with the foundation and with certainly the scramble on wednesday Ryan Tutel joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app. Ryan gave a ring to my cell phone the other day, the other evening, 
And he says, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm watching a recorded football game, and my girlfriend thinks I'm insane. What are you doing? He said, I'm watching a replay of the Super Bowl. So we both have the same sickness. <laughs> and Ryan, yes, we do. It's, yes, inter- we- it's interesting, <laughs> though, that the NFL returns tonight. And uh, I know the NFL tries to plan it like this. I don't know how much they actually look at the actual betting lines. But the two betting favorites to win the Super Bowl – play tonight, Thursday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Rams. Surprisingly, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, two-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I know you want to talk about some other stuff, but what do you think about the the return of the NFL season and also a primetime matchup on Thursday Night Football here to get the season kicked off? Well, dude, I mean, this this is all of it for me. I am so happy to have NFL football back. The NFL is my number one... Uh, all everything when it comes to sports and to be back in the saddle with real live uh, meaningful NFL football is great. Obviously the matchup, I mean, this is tradition, right? Where you have the Super Bowl champion playing a home game against some other, you know, high profile team to start the following season. And I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, I'm not going to comment on the line because I just, my thing is that, you know, traditionally they've talked about the three points being, you know, they'll give three points to the home team in virtue of being at home. I don't know how much that actually plays anymore, honestly, but it it might still be a part of it. So if you're going to tell me that and then say, so on a neutral site, you're going to give the bills a five and a half point uh, nudge. um, I'll probably disagree with that in terms of the amount, but at the end of the day, any, any line that's inside of two, three points, and not not for betting purposes, but just in terms of analyzing the competitiveness of the game, it's a pick 'em to me. It's a, you know you're, you're talking about a one score of field goal game that could go you know either way. All of a sudden you come down you know to, at the end and, and Tyler Bass has to bang a 48 yard field goal to cover the spread or not. You know that's a that's a coin flip. So. All I know is that I'm thrilled about this football game. If you're going to put my feet to the fire, I actually am going to go with the Bills to win it. Just I think the Bills are just that good. And the Bills have to be the most motivated team in the NFL organizational because they've been so close the last two years, played what I think will likely be considered the greatest game of all time in the (laughs) AFC divisional round last year against the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, in which they lost. I mean, just the most excruciating loss that you, I, I can ever imagine uh, having witnessed. And and so they are going to be loaded up. And obviously the Rams, having won the Super Bowl, they want to come out, prove it, stamp them. They're going to you know raise the banner, do the whole thing tonight. So that's a big deal. But I think these are two teams that are excited to play. They're two of the, you know, four or five best teams, obviously, in the league. Uh, And uh, it's going to be a great night in SoFi Stadium. Ryan Tutel here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, So when you called, you said you had a couple things to talk about. I know that you watched the Grizzly game on Saturday, and you and I were actually speaking when I was uh, in the middle of the Grizz game and driving then to Bozeman to cover the Bobcat game. I tried to hit both games this opening weekend, and then then I lost service, and I never called you back, and so that's perfect. It sets us up for, a, for that. an unhad conversation here uh, on the radio. So, uh, your impressions right out the gates uh, for what you saw out of Montana and their forty-seven nothing win over Northwestern State on Saturday? Yeah, well, I mean, they they uh, looked impressive and should, and I think that there's a lot of things you know that we expected out of the University of Montana, particularly defensively, which were confirmed, right? I mean, that that defense obviously puts up a goose egg. You can't do better than that. But just also the way they went about it, they were absolutely outstanding. The biggest question mark, not in terms of – I mean, it's just a question mark just as a fact was – Lucas Johnson, like, what is he? Nobody's really seen him play. He's obviously never played for the Grizzlies before. He comes out, he wins the starting job. They brought him in. He's over Chris Brown. It's like, what is this guy going to do? How good of a player is he? And I just, I couldn't have been more impressed with Lucas Johnson, man. Like, in terms of what he is and what he brings to the Montana offense, they now become, to me, absolutely a legitimate contender for for the whole thing and and obviously ndsu is going to be the kings until they aren't and nobody's saying otherwise so i'm not sitting here saying they're a favorite or anything like that but what i am saying is a lot of times you bring guys in and they especially at the fcs level what you see are guys who have 
um, a lot of skills in some areas and then some shortcomings in others. And Lucas Johnson certainly does have some shortcomings, which, which we can touch on. But in terms of what he is as a quarterback in the role that he's asked to play in this offense, that was absolutely eye-opening to me. He was as spectacular an athlete. He's not just, oh, an athletic quarterback. He's one of the best athletes on the football field, period, who's also playing quarterback. And I'm not talking about, oh, Troy Anderson, we brought in a linebacker who's got to complete four passes a game and is still going to run for 20 touchdowns. Like, this dude can run. He can run people over. He can run past people. He can improvise. He's not a great throw of the football downfield from what I could see on Saturday. It's a one-game sample, but in terms of just accuracy, I saw some some passes that were not on target, some underthrown balls and things like that. You know what that is? Standard. Like, that's just that's just standard. There's there's not many quarterbacks who, who have that at this point, you know, when you talk about just pinpoint accuracy on deep balls and that kind of thing. But his decision-making, I thought, was very good. But his athleticism and what consternation he's going to cause to opposing defenses and defensive coordinators is just out of this world and I think he takes this team that is going to run the ball really well obviously the return of Marcus Knight and even just a little bit that he got peppered in there you go oh man yeah remind yourself how good he is as a running back and then they have two three four other guys who have played who have experience who know what they're doing and then a bunch of weapons you know obviously a wide receiver uh, or, or pass catcher not just receiver tight ends and so on uh, this becomes a really, really scary offense. And it's not that they're going to go out and do 50 burgers every game. Uh, obviously, they played an outmatched opponent on Saturday. But what they're going to be able to be productivity-wise, matched with the defense that Montana has, all of a sudden I just went, wow, this is this is probably the best-looking team in total since Bobby Hawks returned to me at Montana. And Ryan Tuttle joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. And that's the most fascinating part about the narrative surrounding the Grizz right now is that I agree with what you just said, yet that's the expectation and also the floor. I mean, with the way Bobby Houck operates, the way that their program has operated since his return, uh, the way that it's them against the world and everybody – you know, I mean, they are the evil empire, and he is Darth Vader, and that's what they want it to be all about. Then that's, I think, one of the biggest narratives of this Grizz season. They are very good. They did add a quarterback that could be a game changer for them. They have talent across the board. But that's exactly what everybody that, that's exactly what everybody around the state of Montana and everybody around the Big Sky Conference expected from this Grizz team. And so to me, as the Grizz get down the road, there's obviously going to be some matchups that are very challenging for them as the season progresses. I think their their two game stretch when they go to Sac State October 22nd, and then they go to uh, Weber State the following week on October 29th. That's going to be a season defining stretch for the Grizzlies. And then when they get the playoffs, we'll see what the draw is and all that. But to me, the most omnipresent and consistent opponent to Montana is its own expectation, is the bar that they have already set for themselves. So what do you think of that dynamic of this season, just the Grizz? Uh, I mean, the best way to say it is 47 nothing on Saturday, and you still heard from a lot of people, including this pundit right here, bloviating about how the Grizz could still play a lot better. Uh, it just seems like the expectations are sky high. That's where Coach Halk wants them to be. What do you think about this uh, ever-present opponent that is the bar that the Grizzlies have set for themselves? Well, I mean, the bar the bar, the expectations, and so on and, and, and so forth, that is, first of all, the the point of that is is that that is an internally created uh, uh, narrative and expectation where, you know, your biggest opponent is yourself and all of that stuff in trying to build and believe in what you are and who you are. But the expectations... <laughs> Okay, like yeah, you 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 want your expectations to be a national championship. A, a national championship. First of all, you got to find a way to beat North Dakota State, and not just necessarily in the national championship game. Just anytime, anytime you get them on the schedule, like you got to figure out a way to prove it against the best team out there. So that's that's the first thing. But the other thing is, is that 
all this stuff, like you talked about a season-defining stretch. I don't think there is a season-defining stretch for Montana. They're going to play their schedule. They'll be what they are. Obviously, if things go bad, there's going to be a whole lot of talk circulate. Well, what's going on? Why are, Why did they lose this game? Why are they all of a sudden weak in this area? Why were they getting after the quarterback? Now they can't make a sack. Or whatever it is when it comes to if they end up stumbling for some series of games, which, by the way, does happen. I mean, it's a, it's a 10, 11, 12-week season. Guys are tired. Guys, you know, things happen, maybe injuries or whatever. The, de- the, the defining factor of this game, or of this team, will, of course, be the Montana State game, and then the postseason, that's it, that's all. You know, if they, if they somehow didn't make the postseason, which seems inconceivable, right, then that would be that would be cause for dire alarm and a, a reassessment of the whole thing. But I don't think anybody expects that to happen. But could they lose two, three games even? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly could over the course of the season and still go in as a, you know, as a whatever seed. But if they start rolling in the postseason and the yeah. next thing you know, they're in the final four, the next thing you know, they're rolling to Frisco then all of that stuff that happened in the regular season is just growing pains, right? I mean, even you say, could they have played better on Saturday? Sure. It's the first game of the year. Like, I mean, you know, you, you, you would think that you, you'd, you'd hate to think that you'd peaked week one. Uh, and so, you know, the expectations are what they are. The players feel them, if they feel them at all, because they've been placed there by the coaching staff. And that's fine. That's how you want to build your program. That's the angle you want to take to be the button pusher. Go ahead. But at the end of the day, all of the season is about getting better and peaking at the right time. And, and that is, I mean, I guess it's a cliche in a certain sense, but for this team in particular, it's, it's a borderline foregone conclusion, especially when you look at the schedule and stuff, that as the number two ranked team in the nation now, that they're not going to play themselves out of a 24-team tournament. So then it's not about checking off boxes of getting to X, getting to Y, getting into the postseason. It's just about improving and finding a way to be the team that you, quote-unquote, believe that you are. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Ryan Tutel joining us live here on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Uh, all right, well, we're going to return to the Grizz. We're going to talk about the Grizz plenty uh, over the next several months. I assure you of that. Uh do, NFL, is that where you want to go next? Guess what? What are you thinking about the National Football yeah. League? So I, I got, I had a, I had a number of things on my mind when I was texting you. I had a real potpourri of things, and I did myself the very good service of actually writing it down so I wouldn't lose it in the moment because that is my thing. You know, I got a million dollar idea and then I can't remember it and I just go on into poverty. <laughs> so here is the deal. Uh, I wanted to talk. Very weirdly, I know we're in Montana, all that. I want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that's okay? not weird. Our because boy Colt Anderson like... coaches for the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, Colt so we Anderson, Montana right. tie. Both they're doing his thing, but I just, it seems to me that the Bengals were, and, and I think they were, a, a surprise to make it to the Super Bowl last year. And I think that a lot of people are off of the Bengals in terms of expectations or what they could be or should be this season. And I'm just, I'm just on the whole other end of that thing. Now let's be clear. The AFC is nuts in terms of of the teams that are good in the, in the conference. I mean, conference wide, it is wild. I mean, there's, there's seven or eight teams that are as good as the two best teams in a normal season. So it, it's murderers row for sure. Here's the Bengals, man. They went to the Super Bowl. Came, I mean, came a whisper. I rewatched the game, like you said, just the other day. I mean, it's it's crazy how close they were to winning that that thing. I mean, Cooper Cup straight up beat them. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, those three dudes. That's it. And I mean, that's three big names. I get it. It's not nothing, but they had they they're ahead with. Three minutes to go, four minutes to go, couldn't make a stop, and then couldn't get in position to, to win the thing at the end. But it was a great game against, you know, who became the Super Bowl champs. And you know what this, the Bengals had? One of the most glaring weaknesses that a football team can have on their offensive line. I mean, they were as bad a, a unit as you could find. And it is so exceedingly rare that a team goes to the Super Bowl that isn't maxed out playing its best at every spot. You know what I mean? That has 
you know, obviously there's going to be strengths and places that aren't as strong, but to have a truly bad unit at such a crucial spot and still go to the Super Bowl. I mean, Burrow was sacked nine times against the Titans, and they won. He was sacked six times in the second half of the Super Bowl, and they were, you know, they're in it to the very end. And they go in free agency, get a whole new three-fifths of the line from their center all the way to the right side, most notably Lyle Collins, they got it right tackle. That Because they did that, they didn't address the offensive line in the draft until the fourth round, but they did go get Cordell Volson from your offensive line university, NDSU, That's right. to be a left guard or a left tackle um, for, for the team to fill in there. They're a completely revamped unit, and they are going to be so much better on the offensive line. And if you talk to me about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon with a great offensive line and then the most underappreciated, underspoken about defense in the league. I mean, this is not an elite defense in Cincinnati. But when the lights were on, did they come to play? I mean, they shut down the ramp. What was the final score of the Super Bowl? Like 23 20 or something like that. I mean, it was yeah. a, a relatively low scoring game. It was a great game. And so I'm just here to stump for the Cincinnati Bengals just a little bit and just say, uh, particularly, it's rare that a team goes to the Super Bowl with as bad a group as they have. And now that group is going to be much improved, top half of the league for sure, if not better, with what I think is probably the best group of just offensive talent at the skill positions in the NFL. It's insane what they got there, and I think they have a chance to be – I mean, I, I think they're going to be better than they were last year. Let's just say it like that. Like, I still got the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. I think the Bills are the best team in the league. But the Bengals, who were just in the Super Bowl, are better significantly than they were a year ago. Well, you're preaching to the choir here because I always tout the offensive line play, and uh, I was baffled. Mm-hmm. I was baffled, honestly, because Cincinnati had one of the worst offensive lines in the league last year, and they still went to the Super Bowl. I actually could. I would right. bet you. I bet you we have never had a conference champion that has had analytically and tangibly a worse offensive line that went to the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, so you know, and, and you what mentioned does that Cordell. Tell you about, Go ahead. What does that tell you though about Joe Burrow and For Jamar sure. Chase and those guys? I mean, are you kidding? How good they are? For sure. Well, Joe Burrow's pocket presence, his ability to elude and avoid pass rushes, rushers, is just. I mean, it's truly second to none. It is He is one of the best in the league and maybe ever at that uh, exact element. It's not running around crazy like Kyler Murray. It's more his his ability to see out of the back of his head, basically. It's an unbelievable uh, skill that he has. Ryan Tutel joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. You want to play some golf with Ryan? Send us one of your most recent golf scorecards. We're going to pick three random winners. They're going to get to play in the Scramble for Students golf tournament next Wednesday uh, at the Missoula Country Club. It's a 10 a.m. shotgun start. The Missoula Education Foundation is the host of this tournament, and Ryan will be playing on our ESPN team on our behalf, and you, three lucky winners, are going to get an opportunity to play with him. So send your golf scorecards in. We'll pick three winners on Monday, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Send those scorecards in, and uh, we'll get you all set up uh, with our main man, Gus. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being here, man, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. But to have yourself a great Thursday night, I'm sure I'll be texting you during the game, but uh, thanks for being here today. I will. Now, I have more things to talk about, so you're going to have to get me on again, especially <laughs> about attendance at stadiums, okay? I'm with wait. Herb Street on this I got I got so much to get to, but yeah, can't wait for a Wednesday and uh, and to see who I get to play golf with. It's going to be a, a really fun time, a great event. So really looking forward to it. Thanks for having me, bud. He's Ryan Tutel. Love having him around. Next on Nuana's now, Chris Kelly from the Montana Special Olympics will join us. It's a call to action. They need coaches. These athletes need coaches, and these kids are awesome. Uh, these young people, they're great. So we're going to learn more about why. Right after this, Chris Kelly, Montana Special Olympics, joins us next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Never forget the first time I ever heard that song. First of all, the Simon and Garfunkel songs. My mother loves uh, Simon and Garfunkel. But then to hear the disturbed version, the the cover, wow, uh, quite a cover. What a hard song to cover. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app, taking you all the way around the state, all the way around the globe. Appreciate you tuning in no matter how you're listening in. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. If you want to be a part of the show, you always can. Text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Remember that because about 15 minutes from now, we're going to have a free six-pack of beer and a sandwich courtesy of Warden's Market. So stay tuned for that six-pack and a Sammy like we do each Thursday. We go now, though, to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in Chris Kelly. She's from the Montana Special Olympics, and they have a bunch of stuff going on, and they also need some help from you. So we'll learn all about what they got going on right now at Montana Special Olympics. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? I am doing great. Well, thank you so much for being here, and uh, I've communicated with one of your colleagues, Kelly, and she has expressed to me that you guys are in need of some help. You guys need some coaches in the Special Olympics world. So first of all, though, just tell us about Special Olympics in general. I think people broadly know about the organization, know all the great work you guys do, but just tell us about some of the details of what Special Olympics in Montana can bring to the table and what sort of stuff you guys are doing these days. So perfect. So currently um, in the world, we serve over 5 million athletes. In Montana, we have 2,000 athletes um, and 4,000 volunteers. So Special Olympics is run through um, through volunteers, whether you're an adult team or a school team. Um, We have programs across 65 communities through the state offering 12 sports. Um, And so it's an opportunity for students with disabilities and adults with disabilities to be active from the time they're 8 till 88. Um, There's no age limit for it. Um, You can be involved in different things. And so we do have one coming up right now. We have basketball. Um, So we are all gearing up for a basketball season. We have a local tournament that's going to happen up in uh, the Flathead Reservation on October 14th. Um, for teams up there. And so we'll do anything from skills for students that are just learning how to dribble a basketball all the way to three-on-three, five-on-five, and five-on-five unified. And so unified means that um, regular education students or regular education adults, just regular adults, can pair up with an athlete and compete in a sport. So we are in need of volunteers. We have a lot of teams that would like to participate in basketball, but we need coaches and volunteers to help um, come and unified partners to do it all. Um, And so uh, that is our biggest thing going on. We have a lot of other events happening. Um, We kind of have a a perception going out there that we just do winter sports and some uh, field day in the spring, and it's not true. We are active um, from May through June with sports happening. Um, We are currently in basketball we then moved to bowling snowshoe aquatics bocce ball athletics and golf Um, so it is crazy for the entire year um, that we go Um, 
anybody can help out. You can come help out at a, a table to help with registration. You can come help out with basketball to keep score. Um, you can come be a referee. It, there are many interests out there and many volunteer opportunities across. Um, on top of the basketball, there is a state basketball tournament happening in November in Butte um, going through. Um, and just some uh, some facts for our area. So we're the Five Valleys area. So we run from Polson, where I'm located, um, as a teacher, a coach, and along with the um, the management team, all the way down to Sula. We go to St. Regis and over to, I think, Ovando. Um, so we are the largest area in both area, population, and athletes across the state of Montana. We have 49 registered teams in our area, so out of 65 total, we have 49 of them. We have 50-ish plus athletes ranging 8 to all the way up into um, to in their 80s. And programming is supported through fundraising grants and donations, so there's never a cost to an athlete. Chris Kelly joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. She is from the Special Olympics of Montana, and they are in search of coaches, volunteers of any sort. And I'm telling you, I have helped volunteer before keeping score and also officiating Special Olympics basketball. And if you want to have fun, go get yourself involved in this. <laughs> these 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 young people are so enthusiastic. You've you never seen celebrations like when they score baskets. It's so much fun to be around. The joy. I mean, people love sports because it does have so much joy in it. But we sort of gotten jaded with how much money and so how much ego is involved in sports now. This is the purest form of sports. I absolutely love being around these Special Olympics athletes. So, uh, Chris, to you, as as someone that's involved in this organization so intimately, what what are some of your favorite parts? And when when you tell people that maybe why they should volunteer, what are some of the things that you're telling them? So we always say, um, I teach up at Poulsen High School, that if if you want to come to an event and you want to leave where your cheeks hurt and your ribs hurt, a Special Olympic um, event is the place to be That's because right. you laugh so hard and you smile so much. Um, outside of that, the you learn that how much someone can do. Just because you have a disability doesn't mean you're better at a sport than they are. And a lot of times that's what happens is people come in like, oh, I'm going to be a hero. Um, and then the athletes are like, wow, these athletes are good. Um, and, and it's just, it's the best part of my job is to be able to do Special Olympics and get out and, and be active with the kids and allow them a, an area to be active for life um, so that they're not just sitting at home afterwards because a lot of their lives are not involved in college and jobs and all of that kind of stuff. Well, so cool, so fun. Chris Kelly from the Montana Special Olympics joining yeah. us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, if you want to learn more about Special Olympics in general or how you can volunteer, specialolympics.org backslash Montana. There's a page there where you can donate. Uh, you can get involved. Uh, if, if people want to get a hold of you, though, Chris, or if they want to reach out, if this is an opportunity that sounds fun and intriguing to them, uh, how do they get a hold of you? How do they get involved with Special Olympics? Um, so for our local one, um, they can just give me a call uh, on my cell phone um, for this for right now, 406-360-0588. We have a whole area management team that we can pass out numbers to, whether you want to you want to volunteer in Polson or you want to volunteer in Missoula, wherever it is. Um, we have that availability to happen. Um, and I just wanted to put out a shout out, if we can, in Polson. We just had Tippecop in Missoula, which they the police officers always support Special Olympics. We are having a in um, September twenty oh, third. Hold on, I wrote I wrote down my one date. I kept September twenty third. It's a Friday coming up. We have a Tippecop at the Cove Deli in uh, Polson. So if anybody wants to come help support it, 20% of the sales will come back into our area and so we can help out and create more programming and sports availability um, for all the athletes. Sounds like a great cause. And the Cove, delicious food as well. I ate up there a couple times this summer. It's yeah. always a great place to stop in. So, And uh, donations towards uh, a great cause. Chris, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. And uh, we will certainly circle back around with you uh, before the end of this sports season is over. But keep on doing great work. And uh, thanks so much for taking some time. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Chris Kelly, Montana Special Olympics. You want to get involved? Specialolympics.org backslash Montana. I'm telling you, she's right. Your sides are going to hurt and your face is going to hurt because you're going to be laughing and smiling so much. A a lot of fun people to be around. Uh, The true essence of what we want, the joy of sport.
uh, to be all about. So if you can volunteer in any way, keeping score, providing snacks, officiating, whatever, specialolympics.org backslash Montana. Montana State's got a new special teams coordinator. He also happens to be the guy who's been the wide receivers coach for the last couple of years. And once upon a time, he was the offensive coordinator, coordinator there as well. Justin Udy has worn plenty of hats at Montana State University. Bobcat special teams coordinator and wide receivers coach joins us next on our Montana State Minute. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Got to be one of the great rock songs ever. Love me some Audio Slave. Love me some Chris Cornell. Rest in peace. Feeling in a hard rock kind of mood today. I'm in a good mood. Did some hot yoga earlier today. Really clears you. Just just makes you feel glistening and and detoxed. And it's a great workout. My triceps are killing me. A lot of planks and and all sorts of other body weight stuff. Very fun down there at the Hot House. Appreciate them for helping me uh, stay fit, both mentally mentally and physically. Uh, during football season. Uh, Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. Are you hungry? I'm always hungry. What sounds better right now than a nice, delicious sandwich from Warren's Market? Maybe you wash it down with a cold beer. Unfortunately, you got to take the beer out of there, but they do have the best specialty craft beer selection anywhere in Missoula. Also have some of the best sandwiches in town as well. Every Thursday, including right now, we give you a free six-pack and a free sandwich courtesy of Warden's Market. Call us right now. Call our number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You call, call our number 3. You're going to get a six-pack of beer and a sandwich courtesy of Warden's Market. I appreciate Warden's for their continued partnership with us here at ESPN Montana. Well, time now for our Montana State Minute where we check in with Montana State football and other sports, but right now football season. And first coach appearance here on the Montana State Minute, Justin Udy joins us. He is the wide receivers coach there at Montana State as well as special teams coordinator there for the Bobcats. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being with us. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about this last weekend. Um, I, to me, one of the main points I was going to be watching for Montana State football coming into this season was wide receiver just because there was so much overturn in the room whether it was the graduation of uh, Lance McCutcheon and Nate Stewart or uh, a couple other guys leaving the program in the offseason. You guys brought in a handful of transfers as well, plus some freshmen that are expected to play. Also, just take us through the last nine months. I mean, what's it been like getting this group of guys ready to go? It seems like from a coaching perspective, when you have so much new on the table, uh, that can be something that's exciting and, and maybe something that's a challenge you want to embrace. Yeah, no, it's been a busy nine months. You know, it's it's been a collaborative effort. It's not just... Uh, me doing it all by myself. You know, we have a great recruiting department, um, great support uh, from our head football coach and our offensive staff. Really, we try to recruit as a group, and so it's it's taken a collective effort to to get to the point where um, you know we're able to to bring these new guys in and, and get them acclimated to the system and, and get them caught up on things. It was a busy spring and a busy summer for us, and. Uh, obviously really, really excited about what we saw in the first week, and, and we got to continue to to grow and, and bring some of these other guys along as, as we get deeper and deeper into the season because, um, as you know, depth, depth is such an important thing in college football. Well, a couple highlight reel touchdown catches, one by Willie Patterson, who's sort of the the, uh, the one returning face in the group that people recognize, and then another by Ravy Olsen, who's a guy that Bobcat fans are just now learning about, but I think they're going to hear a lot from uh, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, what did you think overall? I mean, obviously those highlights are, are highlights for a reason, but what did you think overall of the group's performance? Yeah, I thought it was a really good performance. You know, I think we gauged so much of uh, so much of our, our game and, and our game grades are worked off of what every snap looks like, not just when the ball is coming to us. And um, the thing I was probably most proud of is if you turn the tape on, our guys play hard. Uh, they're trying to block on the perimeter. You know, we ended up getting a holding penalty, but uh, those types of aggressive penalties are, are things that we can ultimately live with uh, from time to time. Uh, but I was excited. I was encouraged that, that the guys were able to go out there and make some of those, you know, those uh, plays that just that I bet everybody was in awe at. I think, you know, as we continue to work through it um, and, and we get deeper into the season, you know, hopefully we can play a few more guys and, and expect to see those types of performances um, as the weeks as the weeks come up here, 
Well, it's been fun getting to know Willie Patterson over the years. Uh, we had a, a old school connection because his dad played at Central Washington, and I covered Central there for a couple years. So I got to know Ellensburg, got to know th that program well. Uh, but Willie P's a guy that's been waiting his turn for quite some time, and he talked about it. You know, he talked about sticking around and, and uh, you know, working hard and, try and trying to get to this senior year where he thinks he really has an opportunity to make some plays, and he looked really good on Saturday. So what do you thought of his sort of perseverance to get to this point, but also what do you think of the player he's turned into? I know you have a lot of confidence in him now playing on the outside rather than the inside, but what do you like about him at that spot? What sort of progress have you seen him make? Yeah, I think you hit on it. You know, perseverance is, is a big word uh, that I think of when I think of Willie. I think he's overcome a lot, um, you know, in, in his personal life and with his health. And I think he's gotten to a point now where he has a ton of confidence. I think similarly to what maybe Lance's, uh, Lance went through, you know, you have to wait your turn and, and you don't know when that opportunity is going to come. And Willie got a few opportunities last year, but now it's it's here and it's right in front of him. Um, and just been really, really proud of the leadership role that he's taken, and, and I think that's helped build his confidence. But really the consistency piece uh, has probably been what I've been most impressed with, just day in and day out, being able to take coaching, make adjustments, um, and, and continue to evolve as a player, uh, you know, and, and then also, like I said, as a leader in our room, those are all things that kind of build – Build him up, you know, I think as a result of that, you saw a really strong first performance, and, and we're going to need that moving forward. You know, it's not just a one-week season. We'll need that uh, every single week from him, and just really, really happy and proud of the progress that he's made. I know, I know he's got a ton of confidence right now. Justin Udy joining us. He's Montana State's wide receivers coach and now special teams coordinator as well. So uh, take us through that part, Coach. I mean, what's it been like getting back into to special teams? What sort of extra responsibilities come with it? And uh, what do you like about it? Yeah, no, the special teams part of it's uh, it's been good. The extra responsibility, I, I do appreciate the opportunity to do it. Um, you know, I think when you're coaching special teams at a place like Montana State, you're really fortunate, you're really lucky because you don't have to beg kids to, to want to do it. Uh, you know, I've mentioned before the culture here, the special teams culture was built up long before I got here by, by some really, really good previous coaches. And, and so for me, um, that part of it I appreciate, just the, the players, their willingness to go out and play hard. It matters to them. Um, you know, it, it does make for some later nights. I do have some support here within the building, so that helps me. Uh, but, you know, scouting reports and, and making sure that the game plans and those types of things are still on point while I, while I maintain, you know, my receiver responsibilities, it is a little bit of an extra workload, but certainly one that, um, you know, we, we, want, we like those challenges. We want those challenges as coaches. And so it's been a little refreshing, a little something new for me this year. And, and you know, I'm really, really excited to see where we're able to take it as, as we move forward here. Well, and coaches will always tell you that one of the best ways and easiest ways to get on the field early uh, is on special teams. But the story has been proven over and over and over again at, at Montana State. So, I mean, does it help telling that story when you have so much proof from the past? Oh, for sure. I mean, you just look at two guys that, that ended up making the 53-man roster for the Rams. I mean, their careers really started on special teams here. You know, and we have a ton of players now that are in the program that, that made their living on kickoff or kickoff return, punt, punt return uh, over the course of their first couple of years here at Montana State. And so we have some good young players in the program right now that I think are hungry, you know, and, and they see that and they're, they're beating my door down to, to get on those units. Shoot, everybody wants the opportunity to go out on, on, on uh, in Bobcat Stadium in front of 20,000 people and run down on kickoff. And so it is exciting. We have a great, great special teams culture here, and I'm very, very fortunate and lucky to, to be in the position that I am. Do you feel like, too, the fact that so many people from uh, – so many recruits that come from in-state and come from surrounding areas, you know, they're from rural places, so chances are they had to play kickoff and punt, even if they're the star player from a Class B school, right? I mean, everybody has to play everything when you come from Montana. So, I mean, does that help guys have a an accelerated level of development when it comes to covering kicks and things like that? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it does. I think um, some of those points you're hitting at, too. I mean, a lot of these guys are multiple sport athletes because they have to be, right? I mean, in order to, to fill out baseball teams and basketball teams and and in other sports in these smaller communities, you generate uh, and you build up some of this athleticism that ultimately can translate into some 
some different type movements, some different, um, you know, things that would show up on a football field that, that normally you think, man, that's not really offensive or defensive, but playing in space and, and being able to execute uh, some of these blocks uh, while things are happening faster. There's, with that, without doubt, I think these guys' experiences in high school and playing other sports helps transition them over into having you know some success on the on the field and special teams. Um, but then the other part of it is, I just think we live in a we live in a special place. We live in in a state that's that's built on a blue collar mentality. I can, I'll do anything that I have to do to be able to help the football team um, win a game and win a play and. Uh, like I said, you know, when, when you get some of these Montana kids that come in, that's all they want. They just want an opportunity to, to put that Bobcat uniform on and run out on that field, and, and that's what I love about it. Justin Udy joining us, special teams coordinator, wide receivers coach there at Montana State. Uh, last thing for you, Coach Moorhead State coming to town, a, a Pioneer League squad uh, that's had winning records each of the last two years. I know you've coached at multiple uh, levels of college football, so I'm sure you have a great respect for the, the talent that comes from at each and every level of college football. But what do you expect from the Eagles as they make their way to Bozeman? Yeah, I expect them to be excited, um, an, an excited group. You know, they're, they're coming off of a, a tough game a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure they're wanting to bounce back, um, you know, specifically for my wide receiver group. You know, they have a, a fairly experienced secondary, especially at the safety position. So that's really what we're focusing on is our matchup with them and, and seeing where, you know, hopefully we can – you know, we, we can play well and, and, and get after them early. You know, uh, I know they're going to come in and, and they're going to be hungry and they're a well-coached group. Uh, definitely have a ton of respect for them. And, um, you know, I expect to, to get their best effort. You know, when you're at Montana State, you're going to get everybody's best shot. And I don't expect anything different from Moorhead. They're, they're well-coached. They'll come in and, and they'll give us everything that they have. I know they will. Justin Udy here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It's our Montana State Minute. Coach, appreciate the time today. Best of luck on Saturday. We'll catch up with you down the road. Yep, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Go Cats. There you go. It's our Montana State Minute featuring Montana State Special Teams Coordinator Justin Udy. Hour one here at Nuanas Now in the books. Hour two coming at you. How about one of the best prize fighters in the world in the featherweight division? Kai Stewart will join us here off the top. We'll also hear from Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky head football coach. And we're from Justin Angle, a business angle, a jam-packed hour number two. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.